0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, April 9th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. China is looking toward a new reserve currency, but what options exist that would be better than the good old U.S. dollar, especially when politics don't tend to make for good monetary policy? Jim Dorn, the Cato Institute's Vice President for Academic Affairs and editor of Cato Journal, offers his thoughts.
1: Well, they're worried about the future value of the dollar. They hold about $2 trillion worth of foreign exchange reserves, and probably about $800 billion of that is in U.S. Treasury debt. Uh, and with the U.S. Uh, deficits and the debt probably growing by about another $10 trillion over the next decade, uh, China's worried that the Federal Reserve might be buying up uh, some of this debt and uh, resulting in higher inflation. So China would take a huge capital loss on, on its dollar holdings.
0: Can't the Fed simply uh, back so much of the new money it's printed back out of the
1: economy? Well, it can. The problem is is the Fed's balance sheet has uh, more than doubled over the last year and is expected to double again uh, by next year. So that means basically that the Fed is printing new high-powered or base money – uh, to pay the U.S. government bills, in effect, and also to buy these toxic assets. And the Chinese are, are worried about the next decade or so uh, in terms of rising prices in the United States, higher interest rates, and uh, lower price of treasuries, um, which they hold a substantial amount of. So I think that's China's main worry about the deficits and the uh, position of the dollar in the, in the next decade.
0: It's pretty clear that the U.S. is trying to avoid some pain by uh, printing all this extra money and uh, giving it to banks, putting it out in the economy in the hopes of stabilizing the banking system. What pain is China avoiding uh, with its policies?
1: Well, China's got a a very large stimulus package, about a half a trillion, uh, which is a large percentage of China's GDP. Uh, But China, unlike the United States, China has a positive growth rate. If you believe the statistics, um, they claim they had a growth rate in the final quarter of last year around 6%. Uh, some experts think it may, on a quarterly basis, have been as low as 2%. Uh, let's assume it's 2%. Um, it's down from 10 12 13% uh, to 2%, let's say. Uh, that's a significant drop, and China's uh, trying to stimulate their economy. Their export sector is dropping off, but they're still running a large uh, bilateral trade surplus with the United States. Uh, and they're also worried about uh, continuously accumulating large foreign exchange reserves denominated uh, primarily in dollars. Uh, so the the dollar's future is of a major concern to China, uh, primarily because it could take a huge loss in its foreign exchange reserves. And of course, the reason they're accumulating these reserves is because they're pegging their currency. Uh, if China uh, discontinued its its peg to the dollar primarily, uh, it would not have to accumulate so many reserves. So the liquidity problem uh, that China is discussing and discussed at the G20 uh, basically stems from the fact that China is pegging its currency. If China did not peg its currency, it wouldn't have to accumulate all these dollar reserves. Uh, All these monies could be reinvested in China and China's consumption standard and living standard could go up. So it's not just the United States... uh, We have our own problems here that we created, but uh, China's created problems as well for itself by what we call financial repression, which includes pegging the exchange rate.
0: China is not the only uh, country to talk about uh, a new global reserve currency. What are the risks of moving to a reserve currency that will be extremely political because it will be a a global entity?
1: Well, you can take your bets with the uh, Federal Reserve... Uh, in, in terms of keeping the dollar stable in value over the long run by an anti-inflationary policy. Or you can take your gamble with the IMF as a super-sovereign uh, creator of SDRs, special drawing rights. Uh, and special drawing rights at this point are not a currency. Uh, they're simply a claim on other members' hard currencies. Uh so the SDR has no standing as an international reserve currency. It's a very small part of total liquidity in the international system now. It never took off uh, when after Bretton Woods was formed. And, and, of course, Bretton Woods ended in 1970, 71, 73. Uh, so we've been on a fiat money standard uh, since the gold window closed uh, and the dollar is no longer convertible into anything except other little pieces of paper. And every currency in the world is the same way. So if you wanted to have an international currency, like under the gold standard, you need convertibility. The SDR is not convertible into anything except other fiat currencies. So there's no reason to believe that the SDR would maintain its stability against a a basket of goods, that is, its purchasing power in terms of goods and services. Uh, And I doubt whether China or any other government would want to put the IMF in charge of its own currency, basically. Uh, So China has the opportunity now to diversify its portfolio. It it can hold other things than dollars. So uh, I'm not sure exactly why they want to focus on the SDR. It's sort of a a relic, a dinosaur. It's not a real currency. Uh, Perhaps one reason would be that um, it's a political situation as well. Uh, The dollar has lost some of its luster, uh, and uh, China is a rising economic and political power, Russia also wants to have some type of other reserve currency. Uh, So it could be just that uh, people would prefer to have a basket of currencies as uh, reflected in the SDR, but I think it's wishful thinking.
0: Jim Dorn is the Cato Institute's Vice President for Academic Affairs and editor of Cato Journal. The most recent edition of Cato Journal is all about the financial crisis. You can read it at Cato.org.